You're listening to episode 82 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hello and welcome to the podcast for this week. It's Terry here and welcome. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today's episode has a slightly different slant on it uh, in that the format is actually myself being interviewed while I am interviewing a good friend of mine, Pete Erickson. For those of you that don't know, Pete is the founder and CEO of Modev, which is the company that puts on Voice Summit. And if you are in the voice space in any capacity, I'm sure you have heard of Voice Summit. Voice Summit is the largest gathering of voice technology enthusiasts on the planet to date. And uh, Pete has another incredible event coming up this summer. This will be the second annual Voice Summit, and it's taking place in Newark, New Jersey, July 22nd to 25th, uh, 2019. So not too far away, actually, and there are still tickets available. And we'll have more about that at the end of the show. Now, Pete had been interested in interviewing me for his podcast, and I wanted to interview Pete for my podcast. So what we decided to do was do a joint podcast, and it's really fun. We're going to have a conversation back and forth. We take turns interviewing each other, asking each other questions, and getting each of each other's ideas on what's happening with voice technology these days. Just before we get to the podcast itself, I want again to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Flash Briefing Formula, the premium flash briefing course that takes you from the uh, preliminary steps of coming up with an idea all the way up to publishing it and marketing your flash briefing. It's completely free. You just go to flashbriefingformula.com. All right. So without any further ado, uh, let's jump into the discussion here. Uh, the fun back and forth uh, between Pete and I hope you enjoy it. All right, here we are. There's two of us chatting with you today. It's uh, Terry and Pete. Pete. Hey, hey. What's going on here? What are we doing? <laughs> I got to tell you, this is a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, so for everybody out there, this is um, – we're sort of co-recording a podcast. This is a, this is a conversation that uh, Terry and I are going to have, and we're going to place it on our Inside Voice podcast as one of our podcast episodes, but then I'll throw it over to you. Where is this going to end up? And this is going to end up on the Alexa in Canada podcast as well. Pete's been a guest on the Alexa in Canada podcast, uh, actually a number of times before, and we've we've uh, come to know each other pretty well through, of course, the Voice Summit. And uh, I always like always love chatting with Pete and finding out what he is up to. So we thought this would be a really fun way to kind of update each other on what's going on in our worlds and update you guys, the listeners, on what's going on in our worlds too, because there's a lot going on. I know, and maybe <laughs> maybe Pete, you can uh, come uh, on. Yeah, oh, just just a little bit. Well, Terry, first off, I just got to say that I am uh, I am very impressed that you're up early. Terry is on the West Coast in uh, Vancouver, uh, Canada. It is 6 a.m. where he is. Uh, I'm lucky. I'm having a Phil's <laughs> coffee. It's 9 a.m., you know, uh, and I will add that uh, the Toronto Raptors won the NBA Finals last night. Uh, the, the game ended, I think, close to midnight uh, our time. 
But I have a feeling most people in Canada were up late last night. Is that is that true, Terry? I think that's a fair statement. It was a little. It was a lot of fun. It was a little bit of history, and uh, my kids literally had some friends over here. And when they won, they ran around the neighborhood screaming "Go Raptors!" And that was in uh. Vancouver. So, so <laughs> well, they were. Fun. They, they're sort of representing all of Canada. So uh, you know, good. Good for Canada, and and I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm polling for the Canadian women in the World Cup as well. Just so you know, full disclosure. Nice, nice. All right, awesome. Well, Pete, for people that have not uh, met you before for my podcast, maybe you can give a quick overview of who you are and what what you do. Okay, so I'm Pete Erickson. I'm the founder of Modev. Modev is a community building organization I founded ten years ago. We also build a series of conferences and communities. One of which is Voice Summit, which is happens now to be the, the largest gathering in the voice tech space. I am thrilled to be involved in this community. So a lot of folks know me as the organizer of Voice Summit. And if folks want to check it out, they can go to voicesummit.ai. We have more than 300 speakers coming from 25 countries, and we expect about 5,000 attendees in July. Terry, of which you are one of our esteemed returning speakers and partners on this event. I remember talking to you very early on, and uh, it's been great. So that's what I'm up to, and I think that's a little bit of what we're going to talk about today, certainly. In addition to just how far this space has come in, in just the past year, but as you know, you know, voice has been around for uh, for decades. In fact, uh, it's been building slowly. But now, all of a sudden, here we are in this voice first era, and you're running the um, probably the number one property in this space in Canada. So here we are. There we are, absolutely. So, and you're right. And I, I was at Voice Summit last year, like you said, incredible event, absolutely incredible event. And and I know through our discussions that you have some pretty neat, um, you know, additions to the event, shall we say. Can you talk to us a little bit about kind of some of the things that that are that are well the same, but also some of the some of the new elements that you're adding into the event this year? Yeah, there's a few things. Um, you know, last year we really focused on the content. Uh, I think that what we wanted to do was we just wanted to bring everybody together. We wanted as many voices heard as possible. We are continuing in that spirit this year, but then we're adding in um, some key activations that were not part of last year's event. So we have like the Voice Awards, for example, that is on uh, Wednesday night. It's a full awards dinner. Uh, We're going to be giving out awards across about 15 different categories. Um, And I know that, uh, you know, our friends at uh, Amazon, Alexa, Samsung and Microsoft are giving out special awards there as well. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We're also adding in the Sonic Brand Society, which is a new networking community for uh, specifically around audio branding. We're going to be launching that at the Grammy Museum on Tuesday night, the 23rd. Um, so, you know, more structured networking type events. And uh, we're going to add on a hackathon on Monday, um, which is going to be, I think, a, a, a highly sought after fun event, especially for students or those that just want to get their feet wet with uh, with technology, and there's going to be prizes. We're also adding a STEAM day that day, so we're going to do special programming for uh, middle school uh, to high school kids uh, and do their very own program that day, and uh, we're really looking forward to that. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're adding in a bunch of elements onto the event, and then I think for folks that were there last year, they're going to see a evolutionary leap in the uh, expo. And what to expect on site, the activations we're getting really excited about. 
Unbelievable. Uh, I don't know actually how you all put it all together, but uh, somehow you managed. Well, I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to your team because I know you've got a huge team behind you, um, and I know it wouldn't be possible without them as well. So you've got a fantastic team. Absolutely. I, I got to echo you on that. I, we are, you know, we're a group of folks that are passionate about building community and building people together. I think the one thing that um, people may, you know, a lot of people know this, but, you know, organizing events is a lot of work. It is incredible amount of detail, you know, and we're dealing with 300 speakers, over 100 sponsors, uh, thousands of attendees, vendors, and, and it all can't happen unless people are behind the scenes doing work. We are incredibly lucky. Uh, I call them the motivators um, to have the motivators working uh, behind the scenes. And thank you so much for for recognizing that, Terry. Yeah, no, that is that is amazing, amazing. So, like like you said, you've got thousands of people coming. There's going to be all different areas uh, that that are covered. Everything from healthcare to flash briefings. Those are the two of the topics that I'm really interested in. And uh, you know, I had the opportunity to uh, to look at some of the submissions as you, as you asked me to be on the the board. And I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that, Pete. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's that's totally public information. I think great. we've got you on the website as well. So <laughs> wonderful. And and uh, I can I can just you know, for people out there that are wondering if should they attend this event, it's pretty clear you should and get out there because the speakers are going to be absolutely incredible. So yeah, shout well, out Terry, to you. I think yeah, and and um, I. The way that I position it is this is this is a fundamental change in the way that we access our products and services across the board, whether it's in our home, at our work, in our car. And if if you are out there and you're at all curious about what does this mean for me as a business owner or at, in any other capacity, this is the event where you're going to get your questions answered. The, the knowledge transfer that's going to happen there – is really unprecedented uh, in in this space, but almost in in most technology circles, you won't find very many conferences where there are 300 speakers and you know 250 sessions. So this is an opportunity to to really get caught up on the space and uh, you know to take a deep dive. I want to turn it back to you a little bit, Terry, because you're you're speaking at the event. I've got you on. We have you on four different sessions. You're going to be given <laughs> your own session on flash briefings, uh, which you call the prime real estate of voice. Um, that's going to be a fantastic session, 45 minutes for anybody that wants to know. Terry really is one of the leading authorities in flash briefings. Um, but I think, uh, and then you're on, you know, you're on a healthcare panel, of course, for the, for folks that, that aren't aware from our podcast, Terry, I, I need to, I need to stop here and really introduce you. We haven't done that. You're a physician. Uh, you were, you were not in the voice for a space just a few years ago, but now here you are sort of uh, one of the preeminent authorities on on voice just in general. But you also come at it from a, f- a physician standpoint. Give us a little background on you and um, and and Alexa in Canada. And where is all this headed? Yeah, it's a good question. Sometimes I'm not sure where I find enough hours in the day, but as busy people do, I think we tend to just sort of fit it in. But thanks for asking me. Yeah, so so well, yeah, my name's Terry Fisher. I am a physician out in Vancouver, and um, I'd have to say my three biggest interests, passions are uh, education, technology, and healthcare. And as of a couple of years ago, you're absolutely right. Uh, I was not involved in the voice first space at all, but I have always been interested in those three things: education, technology, and healthcare. And you know, I started hearing 
the rumblings of these voice-first assistants coming to Canada, and I was very intrigued. And the more I started looking into it, the more I realized this is something that is going to revolutionize everything that we do, but also from the healthcare perspective, being a physician, of course. And some of my background, which people may not know, is before I did medical school, I actually did an education degree. So I am a teacher, and I love teaching about technologies. I love teaching at medical school. And I went on the web, and I started looking for resources about what does all this stuff mean? What, you know, how does this particularly impact Canadians, but also everybody in the areas of healthcare, in the areas of education, and so on. And I really could not find anything at the time. And... And so I decided that I was going to create, create some type of resource for people. And so the first thing I did was I launched the, uh, the Alexa in Canada website, which is a resource for people to learn all about how to get the most out of Alexa. Um, I've done polls of my audience and I've got a lot of people that are sort of the end consumers of using the devices. There's also a lot of um, voice industry um, you know, professionals, developers and so on that like to tune into that as well. Around the same time, I started to learn about flash briefings, and I've been a podcaster in the past, and I saw flash briefings, and I still see flash briefings as one of the biggest opportunities right now as far as educating, getting a message out to your audience, whoever that may be, and so I jumped on that, and uh, I'm very proud to say, very humbled to say that ever since I launched it, my flash briefing has been the number one flash briefing in Canada, and I'm now approaching my 500th consecutive episode of the flash. Wow. That um, is awesome. And I don't actually know. I'd love to know if anybody there's any way to check, like what is the longest running flash briefing? Cause I don't know, but I, I can't imagine that there's, there are many more longer than that right now at 500 episodes so far. Um, and one of the things I'm going to do actually, when just, just so you know, if your listeners know at 500, uh, which is in a couple of weeks, uh, there's a very, very special surprise and involves prizes for my audience to celebrate and to thank everybody. So that's just Yay. one area. One very area. cool. Well, we got to get the word out on that. So um, so that's one area. Then, of course, being a physician, I launched Voice First Health, which is the same kind of idea, educating the public about what's going on in at the intersection of healthcare and voice. Uh, and I launched the two podcasts, Alexa in Canada, Voice First Health. Um, and then kind of putting everything together, I also launched briefcast.fm, which is now the number one uh, and the first and only, as far as I know, um, uh, network for flash briefings where I vet flash briefings because, as we know, one of the issues is with discoverability of of good skills and flash briefings. And this is a resource that people can go to, uh, find the best flash briefings, and tune in. And the last thing I'll mention is I then created a course, Flash Briefing Formula, which is an entirely free premium course on how to create a flash briefing. So I've been busy. So Wow, that's amazing. Um, by the way, I did not know that you also were uh, had that teaching uh, degree, and oh. it all makes sense. It's sort of like one of those puzzle pieces just kind of goes, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> that totally makes sense. Well, we um, in this space uh, – we need a lot of teachers and we need a lot of folks that are, you know, that are um, sharing their knowledge because it is moving so fast. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, even the whole concept of flash briefings, you know, is new to a lot of folks. But once they start to understand it and listen to it, and maybe start hearing somebody's flash briefing every day, they recognize they can get caught up in a minute or two Absolutely. on what somebody's uh, working on. They can get a good uh, maybe a, a good piece of advice. Uh, so. Uh, 
very good on you to get ahead of that curve. We have started a flash briefing for Voice Summit. It's a team effort. Uh, we all contribute to it. Um, and I've got to say the 500 consistent is fantastic because I find myself not getting my flash briefing done, even though it just takes a few minutes. Um, that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's an amazing amount of commitment. And, uh, I'm excited about the 500th, uh, flash <laughs> briefing. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit, if you, if you look at the trends in, in podcasting and the dailies that have come out, like the news dailies, you know, New York times probably has the, probably the most fam uh, famous one, uh, the daily from New York times, yeah. um, and uh, but NPR has come out with theirs, BBC, everybody sort of followed suit. Yeah. And those typically are, you know, 20 to 25 minutes. Well, flash briefings is sort of the the, you know, the the next, I guess, level of that in a very micro form. But um, you can see the industries sort of moving this direction. Um and I can see marketers actually getting on this as well. Imagine getting, if you if you really love a product or a service or a store, maybe getting a daily flash, flash briefing on what's happening that Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's, it, that's exactly it. I just think there's so much opportunity there. And you know, whether you are a marketer, like you said, whether you are um, a nonprofit organization, you just want to raise awareness about your cause, whether you have a passion, you just want to share that. It's such a great way to um, to reach that audience. And here's one of the really in interesting things about flash briefings that I find versus other skills is that you know one of the issues right now, of course, is that whenever you want to use a skill, you have to open that skill or enable that skill, start that skill. So every time it's Alexa, blah, 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 but open, open whatever skill it is. With mm -hmm. the flash briefing, you say that once and then that flash briefing is on your feed and all of, all of a sudden you're not actually using the invocation name anymore. You're just simply saying, Alexa, tell me the news. Right. So you right. don't have to remember the invocation name for the flash briefing like you do for other skills. Right. right. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's really cool. So, yeah. so, so uh, let's talk about Voice Summit a little bit. Let's do um, it. And we've got you. Uh, we've got you very busy there. You're going to be a part of four separate sessions at at, at Voice Summit. Uh, that's what you get when you're a doctor and a teacher, Terry. Um, <laughs> And, and and you show up, especially after you've done, uh, you know, flash brief, 500 flash briefings, you're going to get uh, you're going to get uh, cornered. But um, but we did mention on Tuesday uh, from one to one forty five is your uh, flash briefings talk. Yep. And I imagine that um, you're going to take folks on that talk sort of through a, you know, get how to get started and what 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 can they expect from that? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, what, what I like to do in those kinds of talks um, is. First, give the overview to the flash briefing. We'll talk about some more, a little more about the opportunity, give some stats, some very interesting statistics of you know where we are with flash briefings versus podcasts right now and why it's a great opportunity. Uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to milk that analogy for all it's worth when it comes to prime real estate because I think it's a really good one right now to take advantage of it. And then I'm going to basically give a tutorial. We're going to go through. We're going to show people how to go about setting up an efficient flash briefing. Uh, we're going to record a live flash briefing for my flash briefing from the uh, workshop itself so people can actually see one, how we put it up. Um, and so when people come away from that, they will have the, uh, the basic knowledge of, of how to set it up on their own. And so it'll be really actionable. And like I say, when they come away from that, they will be able to go home and set up their own flash briefing. That's fantastic. Uh, then we've got you uh, integrating voice into value-based healthcare triumphs and challenges. That's a panel. Uh, that's going to be a fantastic discussion. Um, that is going to be moderated by uh, Emil Protolinsky. He is the news editor from VentureBeat 
Um, should be should be a great great session. Again, that's Tuesday afternoon. Uh, so you get a break after your uh, flash briefing session for an hour, Terry. So uh, <laughs> definitely get fueled up. And then after that, you're going to give a an executive briefing. This is more like a industry roundtable. So think of this as in a boardroom, and it's an opportunity for executives to sit around that board table, talk about the issues that are important to them. So less a one to many talk and more of a of a roundtable discussion opportunity. This is also something new that we've added into the program this year. Are these executive briefings where folks can sit in a smaller room? and uh, talk uh, uh, eyeball to eyeball about the issues that they're facing. So we're excited about uh, you participating there. And then on Wednesday, you've got another panel called the Longevity Economy and uh, really exploring the cross-industry opportunities there. A really exciting area. You know what? Uh, the Longevity Economy and Voice reminds me a little bit of the the WE phenomenon. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember this, but you know when WE came out, they were pleasantly surprised that – there were two market segments that took off at the same time. One was the teen market, yes, uh, and the other was the uh, the retirees um, that learned to use this Wii device because it it allowed them to do motion and all these things, and it was a little bit unexpected. Um, maybe not totally unexpected voice in the longevity economy. However, it is a high growth area for this space. Chat, let's chat a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, being in the healthcare space, it, it almost seems like every day I'm hearing about another person or another developer, or another company that is jumping into the what's known as aging in place um, right. sector, and that's really about keeping the uh, the older population living at home and. I really do truly believe that this is going to have an incredible impact on this. When you can put a device, whatever that device is, whatever company it is, but you know, when you can put a device in a home where an aging person can interact with this device simply through voice, there's no other technology to learn, and it literally can act as a care aid for this person, providing medication mm. reminders, um, you know, reminders of appointments, uh, checking in how they're doing, checking how their symptoms are, monitoring mm-hmm. their health care. Like, what I what I will often say is I think we're we're heading towards a healthcare system where it's becoming more decentralized and it's going to allow um, this population to bring healthcare into their home literally. Right. And it's going to take pressure off of our healthcare system, off of the overworked uh, workers. It's really really exciting, and um, yeah, it's fascinating. You know, and, and one of the things I you know I've, I've been talking about this so much that I'm very fortunate. I'm actually giving a TEDx talk about. Um, healthcare and uh, and voice technology in the coming weeks um, in Washington, and this is very much part of the the talk that I'm giving. Oh well, uh, please definitely share that information with me. Uh, definitely would love to. So you're coming here to give a TEDx talk? Sorry, in, in well in Washington, in San Juan Island. Yeah, oh, San Juan Island. What yeah, that yeah. Washington? That that's Washington. by the way. That's my. I now live in the D.C. area. For folks that don't know, I'm in Arlington, but I moved here from Seattle, Washington, ten years ago, and. Um, uh, I definitely miss uh, miss my old Washington. <laughs> I'll be taking the family there. Uh, we still have a lot of family. We're taking the kids there this summer. Cool. But uh, oh, San Juan Islands in the Beautiful. summertime, giving a talk. I mean, Terry, that's 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 good living there. It's great. Um, it's great. So yes. So to answer your question, that's a very very exciting area, and I know you've got some some excellent speakers um, commenting on that area and the fact that uh, the the uh, the voice technology is so incredibly easy to use for this population. Yeah, you know, yes, and we have we have so many really 
smart folks, and you know Heidi Culbertson, yes. uh, Theodora Lau, David Box, Martin Lenz Fitzgerald, folks that are like really pushing the envelope in this space, um, and then lots of organizations that are really embracing this as well. So a lot of the big healthcare providers, the big payers. Um, and uh, and strategists uh, from the from the healthcare industry are going to be a part of this discussion as well. We're definitely uh, definitely excited about that. But uh, yeah, Terry. So um, let's uh, let's do some maybe maybe some predictions here. Uh, <laughs> you read my mind. You know, I was going to ask it, you what are, it, what are you most excited about coming up here in the next you know a couple of years, and where, what do you think is it, where we're going? How where are we going with this? Well, I think. Um, Today, this afternoon, we're going to do some um, some on camera interviews here at uh, at my office in uh, in Arlington, Virginia. One of them is with a developer that is uh, has basically broken through and is making a lot of money um, hmm. in this space just with an Alexa skill. Um, and so I. One of the predictions I have is that in a year from now, the monetization models for developers are going to open up and and bring a lot more independent developers into this space. I'm really excited about that. But it's already happening, and we want to highlight some of the examples of folks that have figured out. Uh, and you know, these are these are small um, these are small uh, you know uh, monthly. Uh, registrations that you know folks subscriptions excuse me um i haven't had enough coffee yet Uh, (laughs) uh, small subscriptions that uh, basically if you have a skill you can ask somebody to enter into the premium version of that skill right uh, and just with you know with a with a uh voice approval they can start uh you know getting a uh subscription so i believe that the monetization models are going to open up in a year from now we're going to have a much different discussion i think that thus far it's been a little bit how do I make money in this space? If I'm not a major brand just trying to engage or if I'm not a healthcare system trying to improve patient outcomes. Um, but if I'm a developer and I'm a gamer or I want to be you know, creative and come up with something new, how do I make money doing this? I believe monetization a year from now is going to be a monumental leap from where we are today. We're going to start highlighting some examples of developers that are already very successful in that, on that front. That's great. And I know recently there was an article on uh, Nick Schwab from Invoked yep. Apps. Um, looking at how, you know, he started, he he really was the one that sort of defined that ambient sound skill, um, segment. And there's a great article. I I believe it's in Forbes, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it was on CNN. Oh, CNN. Sorry. Yeah. CNN. And, um, fantastic. And it's basically how he has been able to supplement his income quite substantially to the point that he's gone out and bought himself some nice things like a Tesla. So (laughs) he bought Bought himself a red Model Three. Yeah, I actually <laughs> saw I saw Nick last week at the uh, at the Remars conference in Las Vegas, and yeah. we had a good chuckle and laugh about that. But Nick is also a speaker at uh, at Boy Summit. Yeah. Um, so my prediction, Terry, is really around the monetization models across platforms. So whether it's it's the Amazon Alexa, the the Google Home, or the Google Nest, or the Google, I'm not sure exactly what the <laughs> name is, but um, yeah, but. Um, uh, or if it's uh, Samsung uh, Bixby, which has launched, and uh, we've been a partner with them on that launch. Uh, we have got some um, workshops that will have taken place by the time this podcast airs, and uh, they will be bringing a award winner to the uh, to the Alexa. I mean, to the uh, uh, Voice Summit as well. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah. So I think that uh, monetization. So anyway, how about you? Yeah. What's your prediction? Um, you know, I have to think uh, going back to sort of my background in healthcare, I'm really excited about that and, and, and continuing to see the developments in there. 
as as I'm sure some of your listeners will know, um, HIPAA compliance was finally announced by Amazon in the last couple of months. It's not openly available yet, but I think this is is really a game changer for uh, mm. healthcare because now people can actually use these devices going forward as medical devices, and then it can store personal information. So up right. until now, we've only been able to really uh, have these devices provide information, but not capture personal information. And I think now that really changes things. And another thing that I'm really interested in, um, which I think is fascinating, is the whole idea of um, voice as a vital sign, vocal mm, biomarkers, oh wow. vocal mm -hmm. biomarkers. So instead of, you know, physicians, as, as I'm sure many of your people are familiar, physicians use a number of different parameters as vital signs, blood pressure, weight, temperature, and so on. But there's lots of research being done that shows that just listening to the sound of someone's voice and the way that their voice changes over time can actually be indicative of diseases and mm. risks of death, literally risks of death by listening wow. to someone's voice. Um, you can listen to a cough and it can give you a diagnosis. And so mm -hmm. this kind of goes back to when you put these devices in the home and it's simply listening to your voice and it knows or it suggests that, hmm, there's something going on here with this person's cognition. This could be an early sign of Alzheimer's or Parkinson's mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. depression or mm -hmm. And it, and it can start to alert you or your care provider about these things. That is absolutely incredible mm. in my mind. Wow. So we're not there yet, but that's what's coming down the pipe in, in, in the future. And I don't think it's going to be too long before we start to see some real amazing applications. Oh, that's cool. Well, I love that. And uh, your, your angle as a physician on this space, I think it's, uh, it's really good for the entire industry um, to 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 have your perspective and uh, love hearing your predictions, Terry. Yeah. Well, Likewise. this has been a lot of fun for me. Um, it's a it's a it's a wonderful way to start a Friday, and I know it's a <laughs> it's a very early Friday for you. I <laughs> I appreciate you getting up early and accommodating and uh, and having this discussion. So uh, so let's uh, let's meet up in Newark and have some fun. And by the way, so the voice the voice house band. Sonic Truth is going to happen. I'm going to follow awesome. up with you. Um, I've also got my my sister Christy and brother-in-law Steve Smith. They own the Seattle Drum School of Music. They teach more than 15 disciplines. They're an wow. amazing, amazing, uh, amazing uh, business there in Seattle. Yeah, they've been a, a stalwart in the uh, music industry there for 30 years. They're coming out to Voice Summit to to join us. Amazing. And, there's going to be a lot of music, and we actually have a special announcement that we'll be making on another musician that's going to be a part of of uh, a voice summit. We can't release that yet, but uh, a musician turned entrepreneur. Let's just put it that way. Amazing. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of music involved. You know, we see voice as as so as representing so many different aspects from the technology that's speaking to us now, but also our human voice, the spoken word, the performing word and the singing word. We're really excited about that. So Terry, a lot of fun for me awesome. to chat with you today. Thanks so much for being a part of what we're doing, a, an important part of this community. And uh, let's go have some fun in July, shall we? Absolutely. Well, I'm really glad to hear about the band. That's going to be awesome. So I'm going to make sure I pack my drumsticks. And, pack uh, your sticks. I'll yeah. make sure we get a kit. Awesome. Awesome. And hey, like I, and likewise, this has been a lot of fun. This is a really fun way to do a podcast and just have a chat back and forth. Uh, before we let you go, just tell my listeners, if they don't know, where can they go to find out more about what you're doing and learn more about Du Bois Summit? 
Absolutely. So voicesummit.ai is going to have all the information for you there. And just to kind of reiterate the programming, it's a four-day event. We have a day zero event on Monday, July 22nd. What we call day zero is we have a hackathon. We have our pre-conference workshops. Uh, you know, Brett Kinsella is going to give a three-hour strategy workshop. Awesome. Anybody that wants to understand this space would be very well served to take Brett's workshop. But Wally Bro from Google and uh, out of a Levine and Jess and Heidi, Williams, I believe, Alperlo, as well. Heidi Culbertson, yeah. yep. the folks that are giving the long form workshops. I mean, just what a wealth of information and a chance to sit down for three hours with somebody in this space. So our pre-conference workshops are on Monday, July 22nd. And then we've got a whole slate on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, keynotes, talks, panels, networking and fun. Uh, we've got our Startup Expo on Tuesday night, uh, Tuesday afternoon and evening as well. More than 100 startups joining us from around the world. So it's going to be a crazy few days uh, at the end of July. But again, anybody that's curious, this is the spot to basically get caught up on this space. Go to voicesummit.ai and uh, check it out. Tickets are very affordable. We made, made the entry level uh, affordable for most folks. But if People need a scholarship. We also also have scholarships Great. for students or folks that are, you know, transitioning jobs or need some assistance. We are there to help you and give you access to the space. So definitely apply for a scholarship as well. Fantastic. All right, Pete. Well, like I said, it's always fun to chat with you, and I can't wait to see you there in uh, uh, in Newark and play some tunes. That'll be fun. Hey, man. It's going to be a lot of fun, Terry. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. Well, there you go. Fun, fun chat. That was a really neat uh, conversation that I had with Pete. I had a lot of fun doing that. I'd love to hear your feedback on that, by the way. If you've got some thoughts about that type of podcast, uh, please let me know. All right, I got a couple of links to tell you about. First of all, for Voice Summit, uh, if you want to join us in Newark, then I encourage you to do so. And I've got a discount code specifically for you, listeners of Alexa in Canada. You simply go to uh, voicesummit.ai, and when you go to register... Use the code TF270, TF for Terry Fisher 270, and you will get 15% off your ticket. So there you go. Feel free to use that and share it on. Of course, I will have the links to everything that we talked about on the show notes page, and that you can find at alexaincanada.ca slash 82. And finally, I want to remind you, if you're not listening to the Flash Briefing, Voice in Canada, you can access it at voiceincanada.ca or just simply say enable Voice in Canada, you might want to get tuned in because we are approaching our 500th, 500th episode of the Flash Briefing, and I've got something really special planned for episode 500, and it involves winning some prizes. So uh, check out the Flash Briefing. I may even be dropping a couple of hints about what's coming up uh, as we lead up to the 500th episode, okay? Hope you have a great day. Talk to you later. She's got skills.